Um, most of us learn through trial and error. We have to fail multiple times before we really figure out, you know, okay, well, this isn't working <laughs> the way I've been doing it. I got to do something different. And that's ultimately the journey a lot of us go through. And so that's where it's important to, I think, align yourself with people who are on the same journey you're on, get your right, get your circle right, um, get, get, you know, or identify a mentor that has been through it already that can help map some of these things out for you, help you see your blind spots. So you don't have to learn those things on your own. Otherwise, you know, you're going to bang your head against the wall until you figure it out. And um, that's the unfortunate part. And that's, I think, why people quit too, is because they realize like, this ain't easy. It ain't, it's not easy being an entrepreneur. You know, you ha, you eat what you kill and that's it. And if you don't kill, you don't eat. And so um, ultimately at the end of the day, you know, a lot of people start to realize, well, maybe it's not as cool as I thought it would be. Um, once you get past the pain points, if you're willing to work through the pain points, if you're willing to fail a few times and get yourself up and dust yourself off, off and figure out, you know, what it was that you were failing at and, and fix it. Um, then the journey becomes easier and perpetually easier. I mean, the pressure changes and the problems change, but I think the journey becomes easier. Mike check. I'm good. Mike check. Mike check. You can read about success all day long, but if you don't put in the work, the mindset, execution, and the hustle behind your vision, it just remains a dream. When everything goes wrong, you have to take all the responsibility. We uncover what high-level entrepreneurs, business owners do to rise up from hustling daily. So do what you feel passionate about. Take chances. The world becomes your library to help you become better at your craft. Join me as I share with you actionable tips to help you grow your business, learn skills, and help you level up in your self-development journey. Your number one spot for business and personal growth is the Online Hustlers Podcast with your host, Esteban Andrade. Every day I'm hustling. I'm going to brag on myself. For, I, I try not to. I try to stay humble, but <laughs> I am effective at closing. I'm effective at sales. And one of the things I'm doing right now is trying to figure out how and why I am. If I, if you if a seller wants to sell and they're going to sell to anybody, they're going to sell to me. And I know that. And, um, and so it's how do now it's how do I teach that? And that's one of the things I'm working on right now, because we you start to develop this unconscious competence in the things you do, whether it's sales or managing people or, you know, building teams. And so right now I'm trying to pull out and map out like, what is it that, that, great salespeople do in this industry that really make them successful. And a lot of it, some of it is having a good sales process, but a good sales process can only go so far. A good sales process is good for people that aren't capable of having the desire to level up and master the skill, right? They'll be able to go through the sales process and be effective. But if you want to be a killer in this business, you got to be willing to more Monday morning quarterback yourself, ask yourself the hard questions, learn how to level up. And that's the part I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. So how do we level up really? Because at at uh, at a point you were starting in real estate since 2003, right? Around 2000. I mean, you were there before, but you you had your rehab business starting out and then you, you went through this whole thing until 2012 mm -hmm. um, that, that kind of like made, like like you said, uh, your, your business kind of crumble or was this Was this that you couldn't level up at the rate that you were supposed to, or was it different, different just external forces that, that made you do that? Like, where, I, I guess it was part of the 2009 uh, crisis, mm -hmm. 2009, 2009 crisis. Uh, but, but like, you started leveling up after that. So I like to really walk the listeners into like this leveling up 
uh, process that you had to do to where you are. And then even now right. you're taking into your inner circle. Let's let's walk through that leveling up process as a, as a rehabber, man, as a flipper that now like now does wholesale, understand the wholesale mentality, understands marketing, understand sales, understand that you cannot just rely on being a rehabber and always have a network. And if you want your more deals, you're doing 100 deals plus a, a, a year. You have to level up. So let's walk through that, man. Well, part of it. Okay. So when it comes to like acquisitions, like I, I, that was something that I was bound and determined to level up on in day one. If, you know, I was driving, I was talking to homeowners and pre-foreclosure. I was knocking on doors. Um, I had a ton of competition. We're talking about 2003, 2004, five, six, ton of competition in the industry uh, back then. And um, I, I made it a point that, you know, if you're going to sell to anybody, you're going to sell to me. And, you know, how did I have to be to be effective? You know, what did I have to know? What I have to understand about just the negotiations, the process, the people, um, you know, how to manage my time properly and be effective and efficient. And um, I, I really dialed into that really, really hard because at the time, you know, it really, if you're effective at getting the deal, you're going to be successful no matter how bad you are at everything else. But, and, but at the time I just, I knew that getting the deal was number one, most important thing. What happened though, is that was really the only thing I worked on leveling up on. Um, it, I was in a market again that hid mistakes. So I created a business around me. I had multiple businesses. I had a real estate company, property management company, lending company. Um, I was flipping houses. I was investing in other projects, um, you know, and I was um, an ineffective leader. I wasn't building the proper team around me. I wasn't giving the proper lead. I, I didn't have the proper leadership skills in the sense that um, I was a bottleneck in my organization. I didn't trust the people around me to do their job. And um, so I didn't have a great team. But again, money hides flaws. Um, I hired some of the worst contractors you could hire. Um, I would shake their hand. They tell me two weeks and 20 grand, three months later, 40 grand later, the job's still not done. But again, we're at a market where if you take your time on a project because you have you know, went over budget or whatever, um, and it takes longer to rehab, you still make more money. So I thought I had the illusion that I had this fantastic business because I was making tons of money and, um, and I didn't have to be effective. So really at that point, the only thing I leveled up on was sales, just hands down, not going to lie. I was a douchebag. I was a tool. I thought everything I touched turned to gold and I thought it was never going to end. I was very arrogant and I didn't feel like I had to be effective in anything else. When 2008 and 9 happened, essentially, I lost everything because I did not. It wasn't so much that 2008 happened that I lost everything. It's because I was on a sand foundation. I wasn't, I wasn't on a strong foundation. I was running a very bad business, a very ineffective business that was burning through a lot of money ineffectively. And when 2008 happened, all I did was shine a big, big spotlight on the issues that I had. And I couldn't correct them fast enough to stop the bleeding. And I just basically bled out. So when I got back in in 2012, I was much more conservative. I was very scared and timid of, you know, real estate investing in the market. So I entered in kind of, you know, much more timid, much more careful, much more cautious, very, very, very less trusting of people in general. Um, I questioned everything, questioned everybody. Because um, I, I was a product of basically, you know, it's like you... It, yeah, I hate to use this term, but you know, you have somebody that's been spooked or scared or abused or neglected um, for a period of time, and you know, 
they're going to be either combative, combative or very timid about every, every interaction they have. Right. And that was kind of, for lack of a better example, the way I entered back into real estate investing, you know, I, I was always looking over my shoulder, questioning whether or not I was working with the best people, getting the best deal, whether or not I could trust them. And that active actually was really effective for me because it allowed me to put processes in place and to approach things in a way of, you know, finding the best people around me and getting me in a position where I could trust them and get out of their way and let go. And, um, and ultimately put systems and processes in place to allow me to have a real business, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we cover very, very important things. Uh, sales is one of the things that you had to master. You mastered it with the art of negotiating, getting a deal, mm-hmm. making those sellers be that person they want to do business with which you right. do now. Um, I'm assuming that lead generation at some point, you had to scale it to be able to truly, truly like do more of wholesales, get more deals apart from what you get from your JVs or your network. Uh, but systems, the systems that you had to really create. Um, and, and I also believe, man, any organization, regardless of what it is, if you don't have a system to you know, to lead your team to success and, and to make sure that things don't fall through a crack, uh, make sure that you have a sustainable way of keep intaking more deals, uh, uh, getting a, a, the right uh, people in the right seat. And uh, if, if for some reason something goes wrong, that the system is there to back mm-hmm. it up. And, and a lot of people start with starting this game. It's, it's just like, it's, it's in YouTube. I see it. I can make it happen. It seems fine, easy, but they don't under, they don't see it as a as a systems business mindset because mm-hmm. it's for them it's not a business right now, right? Like to, until it has to become forced. Otherwise, it's going to crumble. Um, well, I don't think when you know most most of us, right, who haven't come from money or don't come from a family that has a business background, we we have this idea of what an entrepreneur is, right? Somebody who creates a widget and takes that widget to the market and sells that widget for a profit. I mean, that's about as much as we know. And so we try to find our widget. My my widget is real estate investing. I'm an entrepreneur at the core. My, my widget's houses. So, but with that first step, that's all well and good. And we get into it, we get a taste of it and we start making money. But then it's like, okay, well, now how do you make this forever? How do you make this a business? And that's the part that a lot of us don't know. That's the part a lot of us don't understand going into this. And Uh, most of us learn through trial and error. We have to fail multiple times before we really figure out, you know, okay, well, this isn't working (laughs) the way I've been doing it. I got to do something different. And that's ultimately the journey a lot of us go through. And so that's where it's important to, I think, align yourself with people who are on the same journey you're on, get your right, get your circle right, Um, get, get, you know, or identify a mentor that has been through it already that can help map some of these things out for you, help you see your blind spots. So you don't have to learn those things on your own. Otherwise, you know, you're going to bang your head against the wall until you figure it out. And um, that's the unfortunate part. And that's, I think, why people quit too, is because they realize like, this ain't easy. It ain't, it's not easy being an entrepreneur. You know, you ha- you eat what you kill and that's it. And if you don't kill, you don't eat. And so um, ultimately at the end of the day, you know, a lot of people start to realize, well, maybe it's not as cool as I thought it would be. Um, once you get past the pain points, if you're willing to 
work through the pain points. If you're willing to fail a few times and get yourself up and dust yourself off, off and figure out, you know, what it was that you were failing at and, and fix it, um, then the journey becomes easier and perpetually easier. I mean, the pressure changes and the problems change, but I think the journey becomes easier. Love that. I absolutely love that because there is a big admira- admiration that I have with with uh, with you, for example, Flipper that does so many flips per year, uh, and also holds other business models inside your own uh, company. Which I love to talk to you ab- ab- about that right now. Um, it's because I see a lot of um, colleagues, friends, partners trying to do three flips a month, and it is just crumbling. It's just it's just exhausting. It's like they can't get it right it's they're all over the place and they don't have a project manager they have to be in there it's just they can't really pass even 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 two three flips a month or something like that it's going to be so hard so you develop the systems to do it at a higher level as a higher scale so i really admire that um and not only that man Right now, what's the what's the uh, other business model that you currently hold in your company? Uh, so f- you do flips. What else you do? Well, of course, in the real estate investing side, we do flips and wholesales. Um, that's that's our primary business model. There, we have a sister company that's a real estate brokerage. Um, we don't we don't focus on building it, but it's there. We have agents. Um, I have an education company um, that you know we have a mastermind community and some coaching and mentoring products and courses and and coaching and, and things to do for people who want to get started or grow their business. And uh, you know we do that. Um, I do a lot. I have the podcast, which obviously takes some time and energy, and I do a lot of speaking. So um, balancing all that takes takes some solid systems and processes and solid team uh, members around you for sure. Absolutely. Especially because some people don't even dare to touch on the rehab side. Like mm-hmm. they don't dare. <laughs> uh, is this something that you walk uh, people through uh, on like you start as a wholesaler and they're doing fine, you know, like mm-hmm. you start doing like 10, 15, 20 deals a month, just start doing decent and they want to do rehabs either to hold these properties or just do rehabs, right? Right. Is this, is, do you walk people through this? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, we're, we're in the process of um, putting together the finishing touches on a course that will walk people through um, rehabbing at, you know, a fairly decent success rate and level. Um, and of course, um, we're in 2022, we're going to be doing a couple of three-day like mini mastermind, we call them immersions, where we're just going to hit on rehab. We're going to spend three days on rehabbing and systems and process around rehabbing. You know, it's, I, I'll say this and just, just to be real, cause that's, that's, that's what I'm about is being real. There's no, like, I'm going to wave a magic wand and you're going to instantly be able to rehab 10 houses a month without any problems. I'm going to tell you that right now, hands down. But what I will be able to do is lay out the path to be able to put the right team and processes and systems around you, the right ways to borrow, the right ways to structure things around you. So that way you can build the business you want to build. And that is going to, you know, for the lack of, um, you know, I guess sugarcoating it, it, it takes a minute because really there's some fundamental things you got to do, like, you know, finding the right people, you know, contractors, you know, you got to sort through some of the dirt to find the gold. And, but I can show you what the gold looks like and what you need to be looking for. And once you get the gold, how to structure your relationships so that you can have success with them long-term, things like that, if that makes sense. So, but yeah, we're, we're in the, we're in the works of mapping all that out for people. And I do some one-on-one consultation as well. <laughs> 